Welcome to the Money is Emotional podcast with Christine Lukin, the Financial Dignity Coach. In this podcast, we help you recover a positive and peaceful relationship with your personal finances. We do this by bringing together wise money management with emotional intelligence. Join us for this journey where we navigate our relationship with money as Christine Lucan draws from years of experience and guest experts to help you get to the root of your money issues. Hello and welcome to Money is Emotional with your host, Christine Lucan. Christine, what's going on? Oh, well, I have good news. I started writing my fourth book. <sighs> okay, that's exciting. <laughs> It is exciting. How do you find the time for that kind of thing? I mean, this is, is, is it like serene for you? Is it is this one of those things where you kind of just escape into a, a pen and a notebook and you just go for it or you just type or, okay, you're laughing at me. So apparently not. <laughs> yeah. I, it, well, because it's funny, people think like, oh, the writer's life is you lock yourself away in a cabin in the woods, you know, for like two weeks and you come back with this best selling book. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's, for me, it's not like that at all. I mean, I have to put time in my calendar. You know, I've got to sit my butt down and make myself do it. You know, there are there are times when it flows where I'm like, yes, I'm excited to sit down and, and write this. But there are other days where I'm like, I don't feel like writing. But if this book's going to get written, it's I got to get my butt in the chair. Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to write itself. All right. <laughs> got nope. it. <laughs> well, and I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what it's about yet. Okay. Other than it's about money. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> is this a shocker? All right. Well, it, as much as and I'm as curious I, as I am about the book, uh, you have a guest on the show today, and that we yes. should probably get her on here because this is going to be amazing. Yes. Yeah. So I am honored to welcome my friend and special guest, Emily Wilcox, money healer, business mentor, seven figure CEO, and host of the M Makes Money podcast. She is on a mission to bring more conscious wealth to the planet by helping entrepreneurs heal their money wounds and call in big, aligned, joyous moolah. I love that. Welcome, Emily. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Christine. Yes, I'm excited you're here. Well, for most of my guests who come on who teach about money or help people with money in some way, there's usually a reason, right? They didn't just decide one day like, oh, that'd be fun to talk about money. So I'd love for you to tell us about your personal journey with money and how you decided to focus on your business, on helping entrepreneurs to heal their money wounds. <laughs> well, in theory, if you were going to sit down and write a business plan, I think you would choose to focus on the thing that you're the best at and that you've nailed. And I did the exact opposite, where if I would have rated my life in every category, money might have gotten the lowest score, <laughs> okay. you know, like I felt I, I'm in a great marriage. I have awesome kids. I have amazing friendships at my, I like the way that my body looks and feels, but money always felt like the code I was still cracking. And to give context to that, when I decided to start doing this money healing work for others, including myself, um, 
I was running our agency and I, and we were probably at around 700,000 cash annually. Um, and we had an e-commerce business that, you know, is about the same size. Um, the agency has gone on to have back-to-back seven-figure years. So it wasn't like on paper, I had a money problem. It was more how I feel about it, which is perfect to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> yes. And so it was, again, it wasn't a decision where I thought this would be a great business move. It was absolutely spirit speaking to me through my intuition, telling me that I was meant to be coaching and me very reluctantly listening and then being like, but what am I going to coach on? And then it, it just felt like money was the thing. And when I got brave mm-hmm. enough to even tell like my one best friend about it, she was like, <laughs> duh, yeah, that, that sounds exactly right. So it was like everyone could see it before I could see it. Oh, that's interesting. So, you know, obviously you had successful businesses, but you didn't feel successful with money. Can you tell us like what sort of feelings were you really having about money, even though your bank account and your, you know, your business financial statements said something else? Because a lot of business owners that are listening were like uh, 700 grand in cash, like, holy moly, (laughs) that'd be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, certainly there's a difference between gross revenue in your business and profits that are flowing into your personal bank account. So that's one piece. But more than that, it was, I, I had to do my own money healing work. And I really realized that when we had our first $100,000 cash month, which had been a goal for a long time. And when it finally happened, I thought that I would feel so celebratory on top of the world. And when I found myself reluctant to even really acknowledge it and stop and celebrate it, I got curious and I realized I thought I was going to feel so successful I thought I would feel so safe with money. I thought the business would feel more stable, like we'd made it. I thought I would feel more rich than I felt. And for the first time, I didn't just move the goalposts. It was like all something about the 100K made me realize, okay, it's not actually about the number. And, you know, when it was 20K and then, oh, no, it's really 50K and maybe 50K just needs to be 70K and 70 just needs to be 100. (laughs) Finally, I I thought the jig is up. I can really see that I am trying to get this externally and money actually can't make me feel safe and successful and secure and like I've made it. I've got to do the inner work. Or I'm just going to be chasing financial goals for the rest of my life, secretly feeling unfulfilled. And that was when I really dove into my own money healing. And that was the precursor for developing my money wound medicine, money wound methodology that I use now with clients. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about money wounds. Like, what exactly are they? And how can we tell if we have one? Or does everybody have one? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I believe everyone has them. 
how healed they are and what the symptomatology is, is going to be slightly different for different individuals, but it's mostly stored trauma in our bodies. And so it changes the way that we feel with certain money interactions. And it also changes the way that we think about ourselves and money as well. But I love your podcast so much because it's money is emotional and it truly is the way we feel with money more than how we think about money. And we talk about money mindset and doing money affirmations and all of these different things that really just satisfy the mind and the intellect, but don't necessarily change the way that we feel with it. And so when you have a money wound, you're feeling a way about money that is not neutral. And until you address that, you're not going to really change your relationship with money and you're not going to be a match for more of it. And I can give some tangible examples for that. And I will just pick on myself here because I believe that so many people have had these types of experiences. I remember the first time someone, a client in one of our businesses paid us $18,000 in full. And I was excited and celebrated that for about three minutes. And then I noticed myself start to feel bad. And the best adjective I could give is that I felt beholden. All of a sudden, I felt this pressure of expectation that I was, of course, projecting onto that client And I felt now beholden to them because they've paid us $18,000. And I really wanted to flip into the wounded masculine energy of just immediately overdoing, really leaning in. And I noticed an emotional codependency that I couldn't feel okay about receiving the 18K unless I was certain that they were feeling so great about us and working with us and the services that we were going to be delivering. And that's a money wound. And when, when, if I don't heal that, how often can my nervous system really handle an $18,000 pay in full? Right? Not that often. And so it's actually kind of a divine protection. There's an energetic protection that keeps me from being a match for multi-millions and having these big lump sums come in all the time every day, because if that were my reaction and that was how it truly felt in my body all the time, I wouldn't actually want that. Even though I would want the money, the feeling associated would be so bad that it wouldn't be good. So that's the reason that we heal money wounds, because in one way or another, they're all blocking us from receiving the kind of wealth that we want And more importantly, feeling how we want to feel when we receive that wealth. Yeah. So on your website, you have your money wounds quiz. And the result that I got is the money shame wound. So I'm not sure if this was inevitable or ironic because the core value of my business is financial dignity, which I see as the opposite of money shame. So, you know, tell us about this type of money wound, because I imagine that I am not alone in having this one. You are not alone. (laughs) And the money shame wound at its core often 
feels and sounds like I'm just, I'm not worthy of money or, mm-hmm. oh, who am I to charge that? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm that special. And then it does often translate into undercharging, over delivering. And there's a weaponization that happens. You're weaponizing money against your worthiness. Mm. And so you can use the evidence in your bank account or the lack of clients in your business or whatever to say, see, I knew I wasn't that good. See, I knew I wasn't that special. And it's this codependent relationship where you can only feel worthy and good about yourself when the money is coming in. And then when it's not, it it turns right off. And so the thing I love about doing money wound healing is that the diagnosis is so powerful because Mm -hmm. once you have a diagnosis, we can understand the root cause. And then of course we can give the potent medicine that actually relates to that. So mm-hmm. what we want to do when we're just operating without this understanding is we want band-aid solutions. And yeah. one of the biggest band-aid solutions is, well, I just need to make more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we think that just, oh, if I just had more money, all of this would be fixed and I wouldn't ever yes. feel bad about money. <laughs> but it's like, right. oh, if you're using money as a weapon against your worthiness, more money actually doesn't fix that. What fixes that in in some ways has nothing to do with money and has Mm -hmm. everything to do with inner child healing and doing certain worthiness practices to get to a place where you feel good and you feel solid with yourself and you've got your own back and -hmm. you can view money from a more neutral place. And by doing so, you stop repelling it. And so there's sometimes it feels like, well, we have to do more to make more money. And it's like, actually, if you stop energetically repelling it, more can typically flow in. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, you can add some aligned action and some strategy on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people fall into. It's just, you know, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to make more money. Then I'm going to feel better about myself because I have more money. And more money is going to make me happy when it's like, you know, the job of money is to support your happiness, not to be, you know, not to the, create the cause. Yeah, not to <laughs> yes. be like the cause of your happiness. And I think so many people miss that, you know, and you and I have been in the same mastermind where we frequently hear it's like money is like the frosting on the cake, right? It's like yeah. you have to enjoy your life, cultivate good relationships, all of those things while you are building your business and, you know, ramping up your income. You don't want to wait until you get the financial success because then you'll realize that the money doesn't give you any of that. Right. Absolutely. And of course, we see examples of that as well with a lot of celebrities and folks in the Mm -hmm. news where they have the money, they've cracked the money code, and yet there's still a deep unhappiness or Mm -hmm. there's a longing for a lifelong relationship and they struggle with that. They struggle with friendships. They struggle with addictions. They struggle with body image. 
And so, of course, we want to crack the money code. But Mm -hmm. if we think that money is going to solve everything for us, then we can have the money and still feel so unhappy in all of these other areas. Whereas when we right size money's relationship, like money is important. I'm not going to pretend it's (laughs) not. But when we when we stop pretending it can do everything for us, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, we get to work on all aspects of our lives. And I call it the joyous path to millions. It's like, I want the millions and I want you to have the millions or whatever, whatever that number is for you, the billions, Mm -hmm. the hundred thousands. (laughs) I don't care really, but I only want it for you and want it for me as long as we can enjoy the path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the good news is we don't have to wait until we get there to enjoy life. Right. Exactly. So the other one that caught my attention, because I know I've done a lot of personal healing work around this one, you call it the hard money wound. So tell us a little bit about this one. And why is this one so damaging for entrepreneurs who are trying to grow their businesses? Excuse me. Yes, you. Thank you so much for listening to the Money is Emotional podcast. We hope you're enjoying it so far. If you have any questions or would like to talk more about this topic, you can find us at www.christinelukin.com and all of our social media platforms are listed in the show notes. Yeah, so the hard money wound is the idea that if I want to earn more money, I have to do more. So we're in an effort for income paradigm. And an effort for income paradigm can work to the tune of multi six figures, maybe even low seven figures, Mm -hmm. but you will hit a point where it stops making sense. It's like, okay, if I want to double my income, I I can't give double the effort. It's just not possible. There aren't enough hours in the day. Mm -hmm. Or we start to realize in order to do that, I would be sacrificing my health, my family, and I'm not willing. And so we have to break that thought paradigm. And it it can happen later in life because, I mean, you and I both grew up in the Midwest. You're still there. Mm -hmm. I still have that like Midwestern conditioning where we really value an honest day's work or a hard day's work. And Mm -hmm. I always prided myself on my work ethic. It's helped me in so many aspects of life. Mm -hmm. And then it stopped helping quite so much. And I had to untangle that. And when we're ready to start healing the hard money wound, what I invite us all into is looking at impact for income. Mm. Yeah. And there's so many ways that we can deepen that medicine aside from just the thought exercise. But for the sake of this podcast, it's a fun one just to think about, okay, if I want to make more income, how can I have more impact? Mm -hmm. Just by asking a different question, your subconscious mind will start giving you different answers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think... Part of it for me was, you know, my parents did say things like, 
you've got to work hard for your money. Or I specifically remember an instance where my brother and I were roughhousing with one of our Christmas presents that we got. And my dad was like, hey, be careful with that. Like, I worked really hard right? to get the money to buy that, right? And so it was like, I mean, obviously, he was well-meaning yeah. and, you know, wanted his children to grow up and be productive members of society. However, when I got into my business, what I realized, you know, at some point I realized that I was okay with making six figures when I worked in corporate America because it was hard. Yeah. It wasn't always fun. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it was like 40 to 50 hours of misery every week, but there were parts about it that were hard and that sucked and that I didn't really want to do. And when I started my own business, it's like, well, I don't have to do any of those kinds of things. I can hire somebody else to do those for me in my business. And, you know, 95% of what I do in my business is pure joy. Surely I can't make the same amount of money or more as what I was making in corporate America while I was suffering. And that was really something that, that I had to overcome and that I had had to shift, especially with my coaching. And then it was like, there was another layer because <laughs> there's always another layer, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There <laughs> is. These, yeah. these wounds where it's like, we think we're done. <laughs> right. And then it kind of comes back and it kind of popped back up a couple years later relative to not the coaching, but the courses where right. it was like, well, I've already created these things. I've already done the work. Like, can I really continue to make money like over and over and over again from the same thing that I've already done? And so it's like, I really had to do the work on that and feel into that. And like you said, focus on the impact and really think about what is that person going to walk away with once they've finished that? And so, you know, it's just been amazing how my course sales have ramped up. Yes. Even when I'm not, promoting anything. Like right before we popped on this podcast, I got an email and it was like, I sold a course for $333. And I'm, I was thinking like, I wonder how they found that. Yeah. 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 I guess they just stumbled upon my website because I don't, you know, I I didn't do a promotion about that particular one within the last week or two. So it's like, oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Yes. I, I had the same thing this morning too, where someone bought money, wound medicine, don't know where they came from. They live in Australia. Maybe they listened to a podcast I was on or stumbled on a YouTube money healing. Who knows? Right. Um, And oddly, I had a similar situation to you where I felt really fine about money wound medicine, which right now costs $444 pay in full. That one I could receive all day long. And no, I didn't have to do any work for it. But felt so great about the program. Yeah. And then I launched a $7 mini membership. It's called the Wealthy and Woo Club. And same deal. There's a lot of really incredible, valuable material in there. But something about it being a membership triggered me to Mm. where when people were signing up, I didn't just feel like I could celebrate it. There was a part of me that felt like, oh, but now I need to make sure that they'll stay. Mm, yeah. And it was so comical 
because it's $7. Like, (laughs) would I even notice if the money wasn't there? Probably not. Right. But that's where I love having the diagnosis because Mm. instead of just thinking I'm a crazy lady, I'm like, hang on. (laughs) This is the hard money wound. It's just having a little flare up. It's Mm -hmm. having a moment. And we can heal something and still occasionally have a flare up. And if it were something on our body, we would know that all we have to do is give ourselves that medicine. Yeah. We wouldn't make ourselves wrong and broken. And that's been so helpful for me because I have money wounds, but I'm not my money wounds. And then I can just go, ah, okay. I really need to do a little bit of belief work around the impact of this program and get myself feeling super confident about that again so that I don't feel like I have to effort because I already put the effort in. I built the darn thing. I don't need to keep doing that. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, tell us a little bit about your process or the journey that you use to help your clients heal their money wounds. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to what we've been talking about here. There's really potent homework that of course is journaling and such, but there are also embodiment practices that are super helpful. We do some guided meditation and visualization Mm. to really get to the core of the wound and give it that juicy, beautiful medicine that it needs. I have self-hypnosis tracks for each of the money wounds. That's a beautiful way to reprogram the subconscious mind. And one thing I love about hypnosis, side note, is it also, I think, helps us break that hard money wound paradigm. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we think healing has to be hard too. Yes. You ever have that feeling? Yes. And then it's like, with hypnosis, you literally put in earbuds and take a nap for 30 <laughs> minutes. And you, you've done healing. That's awesome. So, so that, that's in your course, right? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. All right. So now we're all going to go buy her course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I'd love to have you. Ah, yes, I love that. This has been super fascinating. I know we've talked about a lot of things. Do you have any parting words of wisdom for our listeners today or anything that we haven't covered that you really want to leave them with? Well, I think first of all, they're listening to your show and tuning into you and your material. So you're already doing fantastic. Christine's an amazing (laughs) resource and I love her approach to wealth building and money. I think I really believe that we're on an upward spiral and it's like the better it gets, Mm -hmm. the better it gets. And if there's any advice that I could give my past self that, that might apply to the listeners we sometimes feel like 90% of our life is good and the 10% around money isn't good. So I just need to focus on that and fix that. Mm. What we know energetically, what we know through law of attraction is that what we focus on expands. So when we're in problem solving mode or we're focusing on the one thing that's not going well, we'd actually don't fix that. The result isn't, I fixed the 10% and now 100% of my life is good. Right. The result is we magnify the problem. And so now all of a sudden, only 60% of our life feels good and 40% feels like a problem. And so anytime you're feeling some kind of way, 
about money or anything, whatever that 10% is in your life that doesn't feel like it's going well, shift your focus to the 90%. Yeah. Shift your focus to something that you can get behind, that you can feel gratitude for. Like we have evidence of abundance all around us. Mm -hmm. It is unbelievable. I mean, I have 35,000 gallons of water in my swimming pool that I can see right now from this, from where I'm recording. That is abundance. Yes. I've got sunshine. I've got fresh drinking water. I can go to a place where I can look at a field of flowers and see the abundance in nature. And Mm -hmm. when I'm willing to do that, I mean, my two kids, my gosh, I think about people who desperately want a child. Yeah. Everything else in their life is good, but they don't have a baby and they want one. Oh, and I've got these two incredible humans in my life. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So that is my, that's my parting words of wisdom is focus on what is going well. And you will just see your life continue to get better and better and better. Yes. Gratitude. It's, uh, I love it. I wake up with it every morning. So And it does, it just gets you focused on the positive because I think it is so easy for us to see the one thing that's wrong. And we're all guilty of it. I just think of, you know, I I take painting classes and when I do, it's like, I notice the one thing that's wrong about the painting, you know? And then you'll tell it to everyone when you show them the painting. Yes. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, this is awesome. And I'll be like, Yeah, but you see, like, over here on this little peninsula, like, these little trees are pointing to the right instead of pointing up because my brush just kind of went and I I couldn't fix it. And they're like, what? Where? (laughs) But that's why are you immediately telling me the one thing you don't like about your painting when it's amazing? (laughs) (laughs) But I think we have a tendency to do that with all of life. And you're right. We do have a tendency to do that with our money as well. So that is, those are some very wise words. So Emily, thank you so much for being here. It was so enlightening to hear your perspective on money wounds and how healing them leads us to larger incomes. And of course, a healthier relationship with our money. Thank you so much for having me. You are most welcome. Oh, this has been fun. (laughs) I, I, I've recognized a money wound and I'm just oh, going to throw it out there. We'll see what this is. Do you have a spouse money wound? Is there is there a spouse money wound? Because I've got one. <laughs> you know, I always tell everyone there's six money wounds. You'll probably have three or four that you resonate with. And the ones you don't, probably your spouse has them. So, <laughs> yeah. well, no, it was, it was a wound to me from my spouse. Because here, here's the thing is that, and I think this is probably going to you know resonate with somebody out there. But when my business started becoming successful, and I was coaching, you know, I charged a normal uh, coaching fee or what I felt was normal and, and, and applicable for the folks that I was working with. Um, and uh, then speaking or going to on-site consultations and being flown in, so on and so forth, I, I charge a, a large fee for that, knowing that my clients are going to gain from what I'm teaching them and how I'm guiding them, they're going to gain five to six figures within that next year, right? That mm-hmm. That's the goal. And it always shocked my wife and it was, it was kind of hurtful at first, but it took her about a year and a half to realize that she needed to stop saying, they're actually going to pay you that money. <laughs> um, yes. Do you not think that I'm worth that? That just seems like a lot for you to fly in there and talk to him for a full day and then come back home. I'm like, you know what? 
was just, <laughs> yeah. So, but, it, but after a while she realized, you know, the clients that I had, we'd, we'd have conversations and oh, they've grown their business by, you know, X amount or, or whatever it was. And they're like, she, then she was like, okay, yeah. Are they going to fly you back out anytime soon? I said, well, we'll see because they're on track. So they really don't need to, but yeah, that's a, that's, that's another wound. But uh, Emily, this was, this was fantastic. Um, if, if folks want to reach out to you, um, how do they find you? I hang out on the internet. I'm at M makes money on most social media platforms. And I also invite people to take the free money wounds quiz. It's just moneywoundsquiz.com, And that way they can diagnose their own money wounds and start healing them. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, that's fascinating. Christine, again, you, you've got courses, you kind of teased us about a book. You're always active. How do people find <laughs> you? I mean, there's lots of ways, but yes. what's the best way to find you and, and engage with you? Yeah, the best way to find me is on my website, christinelucan.com. Um, and then, of course, all the links for the websites, the books, the courses, the podcast, it's all right there. All right. We'll have links in the podcast for that. Both of you, thank you so much. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Money is Emotional podcast with Christine Lucan. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when Christine comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review as this actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Money is Emotional, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Money is Emotional podcast. To get in touch, visit our website at www.christinelucan.com or drop us a line at hello at christinelucan.com. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Christine Lucas. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Always seek the advice of your advisor, tax professional, or other qualified financial professional with any questions you may have regarding your personal finances.